In a world filled with spyware, ransomware, fish, and more, we need you to be the hero. In this podcast, information protection and security is bringing new ways to fight back against the dangerous actors looking to do digital and physical harm. We'll give you everything you need to know on a different topic of risk every month. Coming to you from IPS with love. Welcome to From IPS with Love. Our guest today is Divya Guntu, and she is a senior security analytics engineer on HCA Healthcare's InfoSec team. Welcome, Divya. Thank you, Lisa. It's nice to be here. So March is Women's History Month, and we wanted to take this time to talk um, about women in cybersecurity. Uh, One of the interesting statistics I found was that uh, women account for 24% of the cybersecurity workforce. Um, That's not very impressive, but it is up from 2017 when that number was 11%. So a quarter of the workforce in in cybersecurity made up of women. Does that jive with what you've seen in your career? Yes, definitely. Um, Definitely the percentage of women, uh, working women has been increased much compared to the last few years. and not only in cybersecurity, I see the percentage increase in almost all departments in IT and non-IT sectors as well. I see more and more women are coming out and you know working in every field that they're interested in. Mm. Um, and in my uh, so I did my bachelor's in mechanical engineering from a top university in India, uh, where uh, there were 17 women out of 50. That was a good number, actually 33%, but that mm-hmm. the reason was due to the government took an initiative to bring, uh, to reserve spots for women, to bring them to the engineering field. And, mm-hmm. But I've seen my friends uh, who went to private colleges, they they have seen only two to 3% in each department. So that was a very low number. And um, that was a few years ago, and now the society and way of thinking, and Times have been changed. I uh, talk to my cousins who go to schools now, and they they, they tell about uh, you know women and girls are like you know the numbers are increased and oh, and that's I great. see um, you know women achievements when I read about it, it feels really good. Mm-hmm. Um, they are excelling in every area. Wow. Well, I mean, you got your undergraduate in mechanical engineering, which is pretty unusual. Yes. Um, Back up a bit and talk about when you were growing up. um, I mean, did you have support to go into that field or was that unusual at the time? Yes, especially I grew up in a very small town called Rajamanji in southern part of India. And I have seen people uh, and families um, growing up, you know, they, they were... Uh, giving more priority and importance to their sons and, and uh, provide more care to sons and not their daughters. Um, even And I feel very fortunate that my parents were very supportive of my sister and me. And I know, I've, you know they have got uh, you know, some feedback from other relatives as well. You know, they were not very supportive of higher education for women. But um, with all, with my parents' support and of course my interest and passion, I'm here today. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, so you got your bachelor's degree and then you, you worked for a while in India. Then you came to America to get your master's degree. And what was that in? And in, in, uh, I did my master's in Tennessee State University in uh, computer information systems. Okay, okay. Um, so that was at TSU, Tennessee State University yeah. here. How, how, um, how was the classroom atmosphere? Was it different than when you had gotten your undergrad? 
Definitely, yeah. I've seen a lot of difference in the classroom. You know, here I, I've seen like 50% of men in the, in the class, but uh, where in India I haven't seen mm. that. Um, you know, I, you know, 33% I've seen in my, my bachelor's, but you know, I've seen my friends. You know, they, they were very like you know, they have stopped. You know, after 12, and they didn't got go to bachelor's or even. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so then when you got your master's, what brought you to HCA? Uh, well, I worked in India for three years with Pipro Technologies mm -hmm. um, in, the, in the security field. I worked for uh, some major clients uh, in the U.S. Um, and I was always uh, you know, passionate about security. And, and since my childhood, I love solving puzzles and taking challenges. And, and I, I did really well in math and sciences as well. So th those mm. were the reasons I chose um, the engineering field and then the security. You know, it's, security is always challenging and it's fun too. Oh, that's great. Well, um, and when you first joined HCA, you were part of the um, the pen testing. Um, is it the red team or? Yes, red team. And, and that's pretty unusual, right? Another, that's a field within cybersecurity that probably has very few women. Were you, you the only woman when you first joined? Yes, yes. I, so after I completed master's in 2016, I joined HCA PSG. Um, you know, I worked with the information security consulting team, and mm -hmm. I was the only woman in the team. I know. Uh, they, later, we got a couple more in the team, mm -hmm. but yeah, when I started, I was the only woman. Well, and and so the the pen team, um, I think it's also called ethical hacking, right? But I think whenever we think of hacking, we think of a man or a yeah. boy in a hoodie. We never picture yeah. a woman. Yeah. Um, did, did that influence you? Did you think, wow, there are no women in hacking or this is not something a woman can do? That, that's, that's right. And it's funny that, you know, in movies and, you know, in series, they show that, you know, it's always security means it's always a guy in a hoodie and like complex code and, you know, a bunch of comments running in the system, <laughs> and, you know, which makes everyone think like it's only for men and it's a, it's a very tough job to get into and it will need very advanced skills. Well, it's, it's it's little tough, but you know, if you're really passionate and interested to learn about security, then you are able to learn very quickly, and um, you know, build a successful career in security. Well, and I love how you talk about um, even when you were young, solving puzzles was where your passion was. Yeah. Um, so it sounds like what you've said too that even if even if you're one of only a few women, as long as you have the passion, right, and have the skills, because you certainly went out and got the skills, that you can do well in this field. Yes. Um, has that been your experience at HCA? Have you found, um, as you've, you've moved around in HCA too, um, that it's your passion that's guiding you? Yes, yes. Uh, so the, right from the beginning, like I wanted to experience like all domains in security mm. um, and like, you know, learning about them. So I worked in a threat modeling area and then application testing. Now I'm in cybersecurity doing okay. analytics and, you know, developing detections. Wow. Okay. So you've got a taste of a little yeah, taste yes, of everything. Yes. Okay. Um, well, I know that in recent years, there's been an awareness that there's such a lack of women in the field, and there have been a lot of um, uh, programs to try to encourage girls, especially at young age, to go into the STEMs, right? The science, technology, engineering, and the math areas. Um, have you been involved with any of those? Yes. Um, yeah, while working in PSG, I served uh, in, with a nonprofit organization called ISSA, Information System Security Association. 
I served as a certification director over there. And when we, um, you know, we all discussed about like how we can uh, create awareness about security to the young uh, students. Mm -hmm. And we started a Girl Scouts program and also uh, our outreach director has had been to many schools, you know, talking with the with the school people and the uh, students, like, you know, create awareness. And it is very important, of, especially if the students, uh, to know about general security and privacy, mm. um, because now every, 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 everything is in internet connected and in you know, a social media, they use social media a lot. So it's it's very important to know, you know, basic rules of security and privacy. Oh, definitely. I mean, that's true. Even if you're not going yes. into that field, just the fact that you're on yes. social media or you have a phone and that starts at a very young age. Yes. Now you have a son, right? And how old is he? He's two years old. So he's not yet. <laughs> not yet dealing with all of that no. and the privacy. <laughs> yeah, we're not giving the smartphones yet. <laughs> but um, so certainly I think, uh, like you were saying, that the program with the Girl Scouts, just for these girls to see women like yourself who are in the field and are successful yes. and enjoy it, because it sounds like you still really enjoy what you do. Yes, yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Yes. And there are uh, many other groups uh, in the U.S., uh, like Women in Cybersecurity. It's a very good group for you know learning and finding job opportunities mm. for women um, and there are many other uh, many organizations actually encouraging women not only women like everybody to come into the security field because you know every organization needs security and you know everybody you know there are many important reasons that why why anybody should choose security field you know the security professionals are always in high demand mm -hmm. and a good salaries, flexibility, job satisfaction. It's always um, you know, fun and challenging at the same time. And there are many opportunities to learn and grow as well. Well, and, and in addition to your work encouraging others to go into the field, I know you've encouraged yes. your own sister, right? Has she followed yes. you to the U.S. and is now in the field as well? Yes, yes. Yeah, when I, whenever I talk about security or some news or some attack and she's very... Um, you know, eager to, um, you know, know about that that attack and, you know, and when I talk to my relatives, my cousins and, you know, don't do it, you know, you should follow this, don't click on any mm. links and I always tell them and they, it, it creates more, uh, you know, interest um, mm -hmm. to know about the attacks and what is happening in the world. Oh, yeah, we all could use that. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> I think everybody needs uh, that that awareness, you know, to, uh, learn about at least basic things. And mm -hmm. definitely, you know, if they know the importance of security, then they, you know, they, they will definitely choose this career path. <laughs> <laughs> well, here at, from IPS We Love, from IPS with Love, uh, we have a bit of a James Bond theme, so I wanted to ask you, do you have a favorite Bond actor? I haven't watched a lot of uh, James Bond and spy movies, but I watched a, a Tenet movie recently. Uh -huh. um, and I watched a documentary called The Lady James Bond. Um, she is based in India. She, uh, her name is Rajni Pandit. And she's the first female detective in India, and she has solved 80,000 crime cases. Okay. Yeah, I'm surprised to. I think that's that. probably more than Bond, even. So, a real life. <laughs> real life, yeah. <laughs> Woman yeah, James and Bond. She, she was breaking all stereotypes, and it's that, you know, detec oh. detectives were all not only men. <laughs> I mean, oh, great. Another yeah, pioneer yeah. in her field. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for talking to us, Divya. This has been great. You can listen to this or any one of our From IPS with Love episodes on all major podcast platforms 
or you can watch the videos on Media Connect. Just search from IPS with love.